Blog Talk Radio. For all the news you need to know, welcome to the Beautiful Butterfly Show, where great people and great topics are brought together for stimulating and thought-provoking conversation brought to you by the Vibration Radio Network. And welcome everyone to the Beautiful Butterfly Show. I am your host, Bianca Fly. I want to say happy Tuesday to you guys out there. Um, hope that you had a fantastic weekend. I hope that this weekend is kicking off on a great and productive note for you guys. And so this evening, you guys, uh, we are welcoming business entrepreneur, oh man, CEO, author, publisher, you name it. She does it all, you guys. And I'm talking about nobody other than to make a new house, you guys. She is joining us um, this evening, and we're going to be discussing um, her book entitled The Words I Didn't Say. Oh, how many of us can relate uh, to the words that we didn't say um, in various situations? And so this evening, she's coming on, and we're going to be talking about this book. We're also going to be talking about uh, what Tamika has in store uh, for 2018, if you guys know Tamika, you guys know that she is always, always uh, putting events together for authors and artists to come together uh, to push one another uh, to become better entrepreneurs, uh, to break the, take their brand to the next level. And so I'm excited for her being on here. Um, if you didn't know, um, to, uh, Tamika is also um the owner of the company Delphine, Delphine Publications, um, and she's an African-American Literary Award winner uh, for Best Anthology as well and self-published um, author. And so we're excited and looking forward to having Tamika on the show this evening, you guys. So if you're out there and maybe during the broadcast you have a question or comment for Tamika, Feel free to call in. The number is 347-326-9111. The number, and we'd love to hear your questions and comments. Or feel free uh, to message me on Facebook um, at Bianca Fly, as well as the Beautiful Butterfly Show page, and I'll be happy to ask your questions live here um, on the air as well for our guests this evening, you guys. So I know if you guys have been anticipating her arrival um, on the show this evening, so we're not going to delay, folks. We're going to do a few commercials, but we're going to come back and we're going to welcome our special guest of the evening, you guys, Tamika Newhouse. What do you get when you fuse together a smooth, debonair man with an explosive volcano attitude? Mr. Quincy O'Reilly, a man living a secret life that he has perfected and keeping a secret. With his hidden profession, that is how he would prefer it to be. Who doesn't like the element of surprise? A true businessman by day and mysterious man by night. Will he be able to maintain the two without getting caught? Innocent and sweet doesn't mean powerless. Just ask Kaylee Jack, who has now had the chance to encounter meeting Quincy. Driven to stake claim in the one man she wants, she tackles the obstacles thrown her way. Determined that nothing will stand in her way could be deadly. What happens when Quincy's secrets are revealed? Who will be set free? Who will be pulled deeper into a mysterious world? Or... Will the lies and secrets destroy anyone in his path? 
after the smoke from the gun has cleared. Check out Quiet Storm by author Deidre Lachey. Available on Amazon.com and www.blackbeautypresents.com. And welcome back, everyone, to the Beautiful Butterfly Show. I'm your host, Bianca Fly. And as promised, you guys, uh, tonight we are welcoming our special guest, Tamika Newhouse. She is going to be joining us, ladies and gents. And don't forget, um, if you have a question or a comment, feel free to call in. The number is 347-326-9139 is the number. Or you can hit me up on Facebook at Bianca Fly um, and send me your questions via inbox. There's so many of you love to do, and I'll be happy to ask your questions. On the air, I'm here tonight as well, you guys. And so what we're going to do is we're going to get started and bring our special guest of the evening on here. Tamika, are you there? Hey, my love. Yes, I am. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I am busy and blessed. Cannot <laughs> Absolutely. Like every time I, I was telling one of my friends today, I was like, every time I see Tamika and I think like, man, I need to slow down. I'm like, nope, nope. Tamika's still working. Tamika's still <laughs> right, right. I bet they're like, dang, she's still working. Ugh. she go away. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining me this evening. Definitely appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Really Absolutely. Am. So, Tamika, for the folks, um, this may be their first time being introduced to you. Tell them a little bit about yourself. I know that you have an amazing um, story, um, a journey that you took to where you have gotten thus far. So tell the folks a little bit about who is Tamika Newhouse. Ooh, okay. Um, <laughs> I like to say that I am, I'm a regular girl that really had, like, this vision of how she wanted her life to be. I think you should dream about that every day. I'm still dreaming about that. And the difference between me and most is that I actually implement the steps to make those dreams come true. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want my life to be any other way than the way I visualized it in my head. So I started my publishing company when I was 20. I ended up landing a major publishing deal nine months after that book came out. And I decided to start publishing other people. And by the time yeah. I was 23, I was able to quit my job. And not only that, I dropped out of school. And wow. um, I've been working for myself ever since. Incredible. Incredible. For you, seeing um, and basically being your own boss for years now, would you have it any other way? Do you think had you, you know, just stuck to where you were working for other people, doing stuff for other people, would your life be the same as it is now? Hmm. I know that if I were to be selfish, and because my journey isn't a selfish one, right, um, right. I, I'm, I'm not as far in my solo career that I would want because I like to help people. I'm kind of addicted right. to making sure that we all kind of make it, which is what my, my, my very first company, which was AANBC, which is an online book club, I ended up turning that into a marketing tool, and I ended up taking it a step further and creating an award show program behind it, which now far exceeds a $30,000 budget. Like, I really kind of throw myself into creating platforms and programs for other people that I know not only, of course, I'll benefit from, but they'll benefit from it way more. And because I do share this journey and I do that, um... My time is split, and I don't really get to have a lot of selfish moments and focus on me. But now, right. moving forward, I'm finding a happy medium with that and being able to still build these platforms for other writers and be able to still pursue my own goals, too. So I'm, I'm trying to find a happy balance and not be so obsessed with creating everything else for everybody else. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and for you, how important do you believe it is? Because, um, as I was saying, before you, before you actually came on, I was saying how you're always creating events or some type of um, connection with artists, authors, publishers, just for people to branch out 
um, to to correspond with other people. And so why is that so so important to you? Because you travel all over, uh, you connect people on all different kind of levels from poets to authors. Why is it important to you, you know, to have everybody be connected and, and to, you know, share uh, with one another? Tamika, are you there? Oh, I'm sorry. I had to really push the mute button. Dang, I was talking <laughs> to everything. My response was good. <laughs> but um, the reason why for me that is really, really important mm-hmm. is because it's it's kind of, I, I think differently. First of all, everybody kind of comes to me for inspiration and advice because they know people right. are going to say it in a way that's not sugar-coated. Like right. I really make people feel accountable for their actions, and right. I do that is because it's some. It, it always starts with the mindset on how powerful we can be as a unit. Whether it, whether I want to write books, or whether you want to be a teacher, whether you want to own a bookstore, whether you want to be a doctor, if we are willing to kind of share resources and share and share positive energy and root each other on, do you not know how powerful that means? So because I really want that to be a domino effect within us, and I really don't want to sound preachy, but this is really how it really works. For that to really manifest and become something that goes viral within us and where we are not just celebrating us, but we all getting money, I have to live by example. Mm -hmm. I can't sit here and tell you, you need to encourage your sister, you need to encourage your brother, you need to do this and do that, and I'm not doing it. Right, right. So for me, it's it's very important to put out the energy that I, that I want to see come back to me because there's really a lot of room for us to really profit and 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 our fruits to multiply. And it may not be on the same level as me because obviously everybody's not built to sit at the top. But look at some of the most powerful companies. You have right. a CEO, CFO, somebody's head of marketing, head of branding head of social media, like, and then all those departments have individuals that make it. Right. It's a tear and it's a system that my people, my black people, and I love us, do not <laughs> practice because we all have this competition or this slave yeah. Like, if she yeah. get it, I ain't going to get it. Like, me, right. that's not me. Right. That you're not going to make it. It really just means right. what, what, what is the level of making it to you? Right. And it really right. does start with the mindset because success is not a dollar sign and success is not a certain position either. Right. So define your success right. and, and, and and make that plain. But in the process, when you make it there, turn around and, and, and pick somebody up and bring them with you. That's how Absolutely. we have power in numbers. That's how we get people in office. That's how we get people on the police, uh, the police force, of our fire chief. Like this is how, they don't understand. It really starts at the very, very bottom. We need Absolutely. to be so so united as as one in the in the fifties and sixties. You'll see our, our our grandparents and all them they marched together. And remember when they did the bus boycott? People walking yes. to work. But if you saw somebody walking, it didn't matter who they were. You pulled over and you picked them up and said, "Hey, where you going? Let me get you there." Because right. we all had a common goal. That's right. That's right. And that's what we're missing right now. So yeah, I live by example, and this that's that's really why I do that because I feel like if I put that energy out there mm-hmm. then somebody else will grab it and then somebody else will grab that energy and then they'll grab it and it's a domino effect and I don't even have to know about it. Then you have Absolutely. to tell me if I inspire you. Just do the work. Absolutely. I'll see it. Somebody else will see it, whatever the case may be. But it's not really to be seen. Like we, That's right. It's really just all about the mindset and the lifestyle. And I'll be quiet now because I'm going on <laughs> for about 30 minutes. <laughs> I love it. But for you, what because you because you you know became your own boss um at such a young age how did you not get caught up or did you get caught up to where as you say some people get competitive you know and thinking okay well you know my company may not be doing as as good as theirs or or my books may not be selling like theirs how did how did Tamika not get caught up you know in that mindset that deterred you from aiming higher I'm going to keep it very 100, and it doesn't yeah. not to sound cocky or right. to sound, but I'm, I'm really sure. And I and yeah. I, I hate when people say, who should think she all that as if it's a negative thing? Yes. Yes, <laughs> I do think I'm all that. What am I supposed to think? <laughs> like, come on, people. Let's think here. Yes, I really think I'm all that. The shit and then some. We're a bad Dorito. Just waste your time. Thank you. So, girl, I'm getting so off topic. What was the question? 
focus and not getting oh, yeah, caught up in the competitiveness. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I mean, like I said, okay, so that, that was my point. I'm going to keep it 100. I don't know what everybody else is doing because I don't yeah. look at what everybody else is doing. Right. I didn't right. study the book industry. I studied other industries. I studied mm. people that were in a position where I wanted to be. I made sure wow. I went to events um, that were people in the room. They were doing things that I wanted to do. I was never doing book-related stuff. I never had. Yeah. Yeah. And so I don't never know when drama is going on or when there's some friction going on. Right, or right. when something is really working, because sometimes it even doesn't work for me. Like in, in publishing, I should have stayed, uh, pay attention more to the trends and, and what people were, you know, were adapting to when it came to publishing. But when it comes to branding and strategizing, stepping out of the box, right. I never paid attention to the industry for that. Yeah. I don't know what anybody is doing, but Tamika's always doing her own thing. Absolutely. 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 For you throughout this journey um, of orchestrating the things that you have put together, the the AAMBC and, and all of these things that you have, what has been what has been your greatest moment um thus far for you? Oh wow. Uh. It's crazy, and I'm going to be very honest. Answering that question may be kind of hard, but I don't yeah. think that maybe I've had one that's been that, mm-hmm. I don't know, that, that big of an impact just yet for me. Okay. Because I honestly, um, I don't pay attention to a lot of that. Like, I've yeah. won awards. I've been to events mm-hmm. like the hands of people I grew up reading, like who yeah. I admire and all of that. But mm-hmm. as, when I experience those 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 accolades or those those interactions with those people, I just kind of move forward with okay, ooh, I I made it, I did this, I did that, cool. What's next? Like I really <laughs> never get caught up in the glory of what's really going on. It really just motivates right. me. Ooh, I'm in the same room with such and such. What else can I do? Like I'm not really right. wired the same, and I really I realized that about myself a long time ago. I'm not. I don't think the same like a lot of other people. I really don't. And right. I really, I feel like that's what makes me stand out and be different and be consistent in this industry is because I'm not like the norm. I have to be different. Mm-hmm. I have to be different, you know, to have some longevity in this thing. So the answer your question, um, I don't know what moment that was, um, but there's been <laughs> a lot of moments where I did, you know, like I've, I've shaken hands with a lot, of, a lot of great people. I've stepped into yeah. the rooms of a lot of great networks. Like I sat across from the editor of Essence and I've, awarded her like I've done a lot of great things meeting Terry mm-hmm. McMillan which is the person that like she inspired me to write period she was the reason why right. I started writing and just to meet her you know it's, it's and when I'm there I'm like oh, okay cool all right bet. what's next what's the next event so <laughs> it's been a lot of great things that, that has happened yeah. but nothing that kind of really sticks out and makes me feel like that was it she made it right nothing right absolutely absolutely and so of course um, tonight, uh, we are going to be discussing uh, the words I didn't say, which, man, I-, I love that title because I said oftentimes we do leave conversations and situations <laughs> thinking mm-hmm. like, oh, I wish I would have said that. I wish I would have, you know, all the different things. So for the folks out there uh, with this book, with, of course, without giving away too much, um, tell us a little bit about some of the characters that people uh, will be introduced to in reading um, this book. Oh, okay. So the words I didn't say came about when I ended a situationship that I had been in for almost a year. And mm-hmm. it had got to the point where uh, we were seeing and doing a lot of things and not being honest with each other. We were trying to have our cake and eat it too. And my life is like um, research. Everything that I do, everything that I touch is going to probably end up being in a book or inspired by a scene or something because I'm an artist. Like everything inspires my creativity. So you could very well end up in a book, and that's exactly what I did with the words I didn't say. And the, the, the title of the book kind of speaks volumes. If you, when you find something that's genuine and that's real, don't place these forced rules and these expectations on something. And then don't mm. run away from something because of previous pain or something that somebody else did to you. 
I know it's Absolutely. hard to to say, and it, I mean, it's easily said than done, but you have to kind of practice good behavior and good intentions so that these things can come back to you. So within mm-hmm. this story, you meet Janet and Denim, who met each other at first sight, and they fell in love, and that scared them because they both were broken, and they both had baggage, and they didn't really know what to do with that. So right. with that being said, once they kind of knew that, oh, this is more serious than, than what we kind of let on, they kind of said, well, let, let's just, you know, go with the flow of it. And they tried to kind of be big and bad with their heart, and they kind of they, they let things pass them by, and, and a lot of things would go insane. I really don't want to tell it, but it's sexy, it's funny. Um, I'm very descriptive with my sex scenes because I'm very passionate when it comes to that. So you really get a lot of who I am in that book. And out of all of my projects, this was my 15th book. Out of all wow. my projects, this book reflects my life the most as where I was at in that moment. And not only are you going to be entertained and you're going to be rooting for these characters, but I've not had anyone personally who's reached out to me to tell me that they read it, not say that they were moved, they cried at the end, and then they reached out yeah. to somebody so they too can have closure. So that's that was the whole point of the work. I mean, yeah. And, and, and I wanted to ask and you I about that. I wanted a male voice on that one. Okay. Because I wanted to ask you about that because a lot of times in relationships where things just don't work out for whatever reason, um, a lot of times people are left with, man, I wish I would have, you know, said this or expressed this. Uh, for you in your own personal situation, how how important was it for you to make sure that you got closure? Because everybody doesn't, you know, get that opportunity when it comes to certain relationships with people. See, in real life, I was stubborn, and I'm very stubborn. I can be very honest, how my mama used to say. And you have to, you got to understand what your, your closure is going to be for. Is it for you or okay. is it for this person or your other person? You're mm-hmm. trying to manipulate a response or whatever the case may be. Right. Um, and I have, before that, well, before this, I didn't even do titles. Like, I don't like doing titles unless it leaves for forever because I think that's a waste of time. I think mm-hmm. that women should date and have fun and and do whatever until, you yeah. know, a man really wants to be that partner for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and me personally, I don't really, I, I, I try to, I guess, be honest within my delivery even now. And I didn't right. personally have any closure with that. Well, I, I think I did because I told him in so many words, like, what else do you want me to say? But mm-hmm. once the the situation was said and done, moving forward, I made sure to do better in my next relationship or my next situation. Right. After that, you know, I was really trying to do the relationship thing. Um, <laughs> and I think it really comes with communication and just choosing the right partner. And I've had Absolutely. fun in my love affairs, and I'll do it all over again. <laughs> do you think, speaking of that, not having the labels when it comes to relationship, you know, you hear some some women talk about, you know, they want that label, they want that lady of that label of girlfriend, uh, you know, all these different titles and so forth. Do you think that we as women have just over time have just been programmed that that's what we're supposed to have? We're supposed to have some type of title uh, that connects us uh, to the person that we're spending quality time with. See, and, and- Yes, it's expectations, and yes, it still goes back to like mm-hmm. the 50s and 60s of that old teaching that right. you know, women should aspire to be wives and all that. But then you had well, when Dustin Child came out with independent women or whatever you can, mm-hmm. women wanted to act like they didn't need no man. Do you have, <laughs> right. you know, and I'm all for love and all that, whoever you want to love, love whoever you want to love. But now we're at the right. point now where we don't even need men to make babies. Like, we really have just taken that whole independent movement and we're saying, no, I don't need no man. That's not really right. what it's about. We really want to just own who we are and be okay in that. And they're not tell us, no, this isn't right. You should do this instead. And right. not every woman's aspiration is to be a wife. I know mine really isn't. I actually just like being in a situationship or I like companionship. Right. Like because right. when you take it a step further and you start to have these expectations of society, then that's when your your behavior is not organic. And this is when you have mm-hmm. people regretting you or having um, animosity against you because you make, you, you're forcing them to kind of live this, this lifestyle that society, you know, deems appropriate. 
And it's okay for women not to want to be a girlfriend and to not to want to be a wife. And I just was right. telling read an article just yesterday about the definition of situationship and how many different forms of situationships you can fall into. And at the end of the day, each one kind of just made it look like that the woman really doesn't have a choice but to just sit and wait for a man to claim her. Excuse mm-hmm. me, wait a minute, hold up. I don't want to be claimed. I don't want a title, um, and I don't necessarily want you sleeping over after we done had sex. Like I'm the one that gets right. up and goes right. home, and you you're not you're like you're not even coming to my house. It really is women that that are model and do exist and are like that. Right now, as Absolutely. a woman, we do have to be honest with ourselves too, because by science, we are really wired to really want more, and that mm-hmm. really can fall into when you're having this consistency with somebody. Just be right. mindful of your behaviors because your behaviors could be saying, I want to, like, you could be giving a, a, a man wifely, um, wifely, what, what, what's the characteristics? You could be acting like his wife, like cooking for him, right. and doing his clothes, mm-hmm. and checking in, and all that action. And what you doing all that for? Like, you're like you auditioning. <laughs> you auditioning for what? <laughs> Excuse me, do you not know who you are? Do you not know right. that you are rare? Because there's a lot of women in the world. Bianca, that do not have standards. Right. You have a lot of women right. in the world that do not require a man to open her door and pick up the phone. Absolutely. I was just asked today, Timmy, why are you single? Because I got too many requirements. I have standards. <laughs> right. And then I ain't really single. I have a lot of boyfriends, but I'm not in a relationship because I have mm-hmm. too many standards. And the mm-hmm. last situation I was in, I made, I, out of my mouth, you can even ask him to this day if he was on the line. When he asked me, and this is much down the line, to be his girlfriend, I said, are you sure? <laughs> that was my response. <laughs> are you sure? Because I are have you sure you really want to be. <laughs> no lie. This is me. I'm very sure of who I want and, and what I need for Tamika right. to be okay. Right. Never mind right. you and what you got going on. What about, mm-hmm. because I need to be whole before we can be together. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can go on and on and on. So I hope I <laughs> Sandy, uh, we actually have a question from a listener. <laughs> um, Sandy, I'm from Maryland. Um, she says, I love the idea of being in a relationship that has no labels. However, what happens when you're in the situation and someone wants to add new rules and incorporate labels? So some people... You know, I guess they go in with the understanding, okay, we're cool, there's no labels, there's no strings attached. Then, like you say, because we're human, we want more, we desire more. What happens when when that occurs uh, for you in your situations? Um, What was the the, the listener's name? Her name is Sandy from Maryland. Hey, Sandy. Okay. So now to, to answer your question, we are all grown. And that means open your mouth and speak. Mm-hmm, I see so mm-hmm. many women that will try to act a certain way and do right. certain things so that he can get the hint. Excuse right. me, baby girl, are you 10 or are you 30? <laughs> like, open your mouth and tell right. this man what it is that you want. And, just, right. and, and I want to be mindful. You're letting this man know what you want so that he can be better prepared mm-hmm. to address this situationship and the manner that it needs to be addressed. But let's be honest. You're not telling this man, oh, I want to be your girlfriend. He's supposed to be like, oh, okay. That's not how that really works. You communicate your feelings. You communicate the direction that you want to go, and you give this man a, a chance to respond. And now that he knows what it is that you want, what direction you're going towards, the conversation has started, now he really doesn't have any excuse. Tonight, and he can go back and say, you know what, I really kind of like where we're headed now. Just give a little bit more time. If it does not shift in, we can kind of move another direction. Just being honest. But you know how many people are like that? Nobody. Men aren't honest <laughs> like that because men don't want to hurt our feelings. Right. And we have to be willing to hear something that we don't want to hear. I, like, we, can't, we cannot manipulate a man, and we cannot change his mind. When he wants to do something, that's when he's going to do it. And that's the same for most women as well. But I need women to start understanding that you are the prize. There's a lot of us out there, but a lot of us really don't require a lot of standards. A lot of us really aren't. Let me just say, with like me, I'm independent. I'm goal-driven. I don't think whatever. Like if you have really good 
characteristics about yourself, you're already at the top of the pool. Mm-hmm. You don't want a man that is willing for you to lower your standards or for you not to open right. your mouth and speak. That's not the kind of man you want anyway. Absolutely, absolutely. So communication absolutely. is the answer to that. Actually open your mouth and tell this person what it is that you want so that they can know. And then you guys move from there. And don't be upset if you don't hear what you want to hear because this isn't a conversation to manipulate. This is a That's conversation right. to be open and honest and then move from That's there. Right. Absolutely. Definitely agree with that. And here's one. Here's another question, <clears throat> which I think um, Tamika's actually very good at. Uh, this is from Brittany uh, from Augusta, Georgia. Uh, she wants to know, how do you expand your brand uh, to be identified as more than just an author? And I know for you, uh, Tamika, you you definitely, I believe, have capped on this of being able to expand yourself on all different avenues from speaking at various places, all of these things. How how have you were you able to expand your yourself beyond just being an author? Okay, so, and I work with a lot of writers. I even have a management company called <laughs> Delphine Legacy Media. And I work with not just writers, but bloggers and fashion stylists mm-hmm. and um, screenwriters and musicians. I work with a lot of different people. The diff- yeah. There's no difference between a writer and a, a musical artist or mm-hmm. an artist. You're an artist yeah. of literature. And you have to look at yourself as such. And mm-hmm. so an artist, of course, your book is your product. Your book is your selling piece. This is what you're going to utilize for people to invest in you. But why? Mm-hmm. Why are they going to invest in you? Who are you? What is your voice? How do you look? Uh, what are some events that people can expect for you to go to? What, kind of, what are you saying during your interviews? Like, who are you? How are right. people attaching themselves to you and liking who you are so much that now they want to buy your book? Right. So you have that's the first that's the first thing you have to ask yourself, who am I? Because you're an artist and once you start looking at yourself as an artist, you can begin to lay out your brand. For example, um, let me see, who can I throw out? Tell me your favorite uh singer. Mm, Mary J. Blige. Okay, we'll go with Mary. Everybody know that Mary got their those songs, those strong woman songs, or I'm not going to cry songs, or their redemption right. songs. Like, everybody know that Mary, the story that she tells has to deal with the heartbreaks and the ups and downs of love. And we, when she gets on stage, we have an idea what, what clothes she's going to have on. We have an idea of what, what her hair is going to look like. And she's usually blonde because Mary likes blonde hair. Like, we have okay. an idea all across the way the board what to expect from Mary because that's the brand and the image that people have put out there. So the things she says in her songs, to the things that she says in her interviews, how she dresses, the people that she's friends with, the, the, the how she designed her album cover, all of these things make sense. And they call what they call the queen of, of soul, or R&B soul, right. or something like that. Right. And mm-hmm. they make sure they see off of that. So who are you? The moment you feel, realize that you are an artist and artists have brands, it becomes easy because now you're not focused on the book. Too many artists put out a book like, okay, cool, let me promote the book. But the book <laughs> is not the product that needs to be, it's you. Right, right. You're attaching the book to you. So you have to think outside the box. And this, quite honestly, this is honestly how I've been able to work for myself for almost 10 years, thinking outside yeah. the box. Absolutely. Period. Absolutely. Let's see here. Angela, um, Angela from Chicago, she wants to know what are the best ways to market your book? She says nowadays when you go on social media, everyone's constantly dropping links uh, for their book, telling people to go purchase their book. What other ways can you market yourself besides social media? Uh my opinion to that, because that really is a loaded question, and my opinion <laughs> right. is don't do what is expected. Mm-hmm. That's that's expected. You're going to put out a book, and you're going to post it on Facebook. You're going to change your profile picture to your book cover. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to post your excerpt. You're going to do this. You're going to do that, like these same typical <laughs> expected posts. Right. But as you see, I'm doing a radio interview with you tonight. 
or I could take it a step further and I can host a book launch. And I was right. one of the first people to actually, if not the first person, to actually call an event book launch. And oh, okay. people understand what a book launch is. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I modeled it after um, a listening party. And what, what is that a listening party for a musician? They, they're not just playing music for their mom and their daddy. So why right. not your book launch? It's only your friends and family up in here. Hmm. Book launches and book events is your shot caller. This is where you create organic conversations that will generate into marketing for your book. The, the best right. way to promote your book is word of mouth. So how are you going to get people to start talking organically? When I moved to Atlanta almost six years ago, I hosted a book launch. And I, and I knew that nobody knew me here in the city. So I need to attach other people to, and I had Marlo Hampton host it. I had over 100 people in this room that I did not even know. So the, I remember posting something just uh, last week, and somebody who was at that same party was like, hey, I remember you when you did yada, yada, such and such, yada, yada, yada. I made an impression. So you have to, when it comes to promoting your book, you got to think outside, and I'm very old school. I don't like just promoting online because nowadays everybody needs mama's online, and a mama's mama right. and a grandma or the mom. Everybody <laughs> online. So right. what is going to make you stand out? Obviously, you can be interactive. You can do some live feeds. Um, you can post your link. You can do some contests. You can create a reader's group and all that jazz, but also step outside the box and go from behind the computer actually create a marketing uh, strategy and if we're going to your neighborhoods and into your local library systems and start to generate that organic word of mouth. Let people see your book cover. Let people see your face. And if you cannot take over your home turf, then why in the hell, and I'm going to say hell, are you getting on a plane to go do a book signing in a whole other city? Mm. Well, who's going to be there? <laughs> how, are you, how are you going to sell your book? What are you supposed <laughs> to be wearing? Right. Like, right. how did you promote, like, these are things, like, I like for people to have trial and error on their home turf because you ain't got to spend no money to do that. Right. And you got to, when you're an artist, you can't be coming to your book sign looking regular. You in some blue jeans. Wait, what? <laughs> your hair ain't done. Like, you just, you just put a pool to bed and say, but wait, what? what? You're a reflection of your book. If That's you right. look sloppy or if you're even boring and you're speaking in monotone, I don't want your book. You boring. Because I think I'm going to fall asleep reading your book. Everything is about perception. Like, you're going to be judged in everything that you do because, again, what did I just say? You are an artist. All right, I can keep going. I don't know. <laughs> but I hope I answered the question. You did. I believe you did. Okay, cool. Absolutely. Okay, cool. And um, this is one of my questions as well. With you, uh, what are some of the challenges of having um, your own publishing company, if any? Um, oh, there's definitely some challenges because <laughs> that's a little question. Let me see if I can just name this off and some bullet points and not be long-winded. Um, I've had too many artists come to me because they need an easy way out. Um, mm-hmm. Artists do not understand or know their identity. Um, three, they aren't self-efficient and they're not independent. So often you'll get a lot of artists that want to be under your label because they, they want to be babies. But you need right. to understand, I'm your doctor, and I'm helping you birth your baby. If if mm. your book was an actual baby, and my publishing company was a hospital, and I'm the doctor, and I'm helping you birth it, you mean to tell me you're going you, you're gonna to hand the baby over to the doctor and say, hey, t- can you feed my baby? Can you change my baby diaper so I can go to sleep? No, that's <laughs> not how it works. The right. doctor helps you birth and get the baby there. You take the baby, and what do you do with the baby? You feed it. You play right. with it. You nurture it. You teach it. Like, why aren't y'all treating y'all books like a baby? And why are you mm. putting your baby in the in the hands of somebody else and waiting for them to do all the work for you? Absolutely. And because I am an artist as well, and I'm always on the road. Like, I'm always doing something. Right. I have, I have writers be like, well, where's my book at? Well, what you mean? This is a Tamika Newhouse book signing. This is not a Justin publication event. So why are you it. telling me that my, my book for my book signing, your book needs to be here and I need to be selling your book. Excuse me? But you ain't have a book signing? I didn't even see you see no interview. That's my oh, that's all and I'm and I and I'm always showing how did I end up with with an author like you? As aggressive as I am, as passionate as I am, and as much resources as I give out, I'm stuck with you. 
oh, no, yeah. I'm going to do something different. So where I am now <laughs> with Delphine Publications, I'm, I'm trying to be disrespectful, <laughs> but I'm trying to deliver in a way that's entertaining, but y'all get it at the same time. Yeah. So now with Delphine Publications, I am revamping it. I have about five artists now, which at one point I had like 30. Oh, wow. like now I have five because mm-hmm. now I'm, I'm focusing more on the, on the quality and quality. going with that yeah. brand because now I have a lot. I'm, I'm stepping into television and film. I've signed a couple mm-hmm. contracts that now takes me outside of the book industry, and right. I'm building a team around that, that that I feel is not only deserving but to tell. So right. I'm very – well, I guess I'm not interested to see, but I, I hate because I hate to see – what the reaction is going to be for any writer that I help build, mold, or taught, and we left on some disgruntledness, if that's a word, because I have your book in my event, or I didn't pick up the phone when you wanted. Like, a lot of my former authors, the, the disconnect came because I wasn't always on demand. And I'm like, well, excuse me, I, I was signed under Kingston, which is a major corporation, and I ain't had the publishers number, but I ain't demand. <laughs> So why, like, why are you treating me like I'm a modern pop shop? I am a business. Right. Can you give me some respect and respect my time? Right. But see, my people, like I said, I love my people. We don't think like yeah. that. And as I go back Absolutely. to the beginning, it starts with the mindset. <laughs> so true. And speaking of the mindset, I've had several authors, um, some new, some who have been in the in the literary industry for a while, and everyone has always came on and talked about the challenges of um, finding a publishing company or getting bad deals um, to where people got into, so maybe some bogus contracts and so forth. How do people avoid that, Tamika? Because I feel like you know, this day and age, there are so many ways to do your research on individuals. How do people avoid uh, getting into these bad deals with people where they are basically signing their lives away, so to speak, you know, in these contracts? Okay, so this boils down to doing the work, doing the research, and knowing who it is that you're working with. And I feel that not enough people are actually investing the time and getting the lawyer and going through the contract because they're so excited about the thoughts that's in their head. Mm-hmm. And when they realize that the thoughts in their head actually takes work, then they start placing the blame game. But nobody's really saying, well, what, what could I really done to make this better? Like, mm-hmm. Tamika is able to do what she does because I have a, a set of goals every day. I have daily goals, weekly goals, monthly goals, quarterly goals, yearly goals and life goals in general like i like the gold digger i'm always digging up the gold (laughs) and it really starts with you Mm -hmm. did i answer the question absolutely 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 and if you guys are just tuning in you guys we are on uh with tamika newhouse um if you're out there and you have a question or comment uh, feel free to call in the number is three four seven three two six nine one three nine, or you guys can continue to hit me up on Facebook um, at Bianca Fly, you guys. And so what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a quick little break, uh, but we're gonna come back and we are um, going to find out what is in store for 2018 for Tamika Newhouse, you guys. Um, if you guys know, she is always working diligently on making things happen. Uh, so with that said, folks, we're going to take a little break. We're going to come back with more Tamika Newhouse, you guys, right here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. There is a musical revolution coming. Yeah, yeah. A mixture of jazz, soul, and fall.
the album Existence will be everywhere January 20th, 2018. And welcome back, everyone, to the Beautiful Butterfly Show. I'm your host, Bianca Fly. Uh, make sure you guys keep up with us by connecting with us on Facebook at the Beautiful Butterfly Radio Show page uh, so you can keep up with our guests and upcoming events and all of those great things. And speaking of upcoming events, you guys, Ms. That's M-I-Z, Arthur T. Um, is putting together her first annual book festival um, entitled A Literary Affair taking place in Gaffney, South Carolina, um, March 9th through the 10th, you guys. Um, she's going to have authors as Black Top, K.F. Johnson, Lynette Edwards, Clever Black, um, Shadris Denise. Um, they're going to be coming, you guys, and they're going to be discussing their books and having a roundtable discussion. Um, there are opportunities for vendors and all of those great things. Um, all you have to do is go to www.aliteraryaffair.net, um, and there you can see the event and sign up for vendors' tables, publishers' table, uh, to sell your products, all of those great things and more, you guys. So make sure you guys connect with Ms. Arthur T., um, available on Facebook, you guys. And so back to our special guest of the evening, you guys. Tamika Newhouse is in the building um, for the folks out here. Just hey, hey, hey. In. And uh, Tamika, of course, uh, we know that whew, 2018 is like basically around the corner. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and, and, and what does Tamika Newhouse have in store uh, for 2018, what are some upcoming projects or books, um, events that that Tamika has in the works? Well, I am writing on a book now called "Heard It All Before," Love as it. well as finishing up uh, "Plain Jane 2. and I will be re-releasing "Trust No Nigga" as a full-length book, but it will have a new title as well. So okay. I have three books in the works that should be coming out. Um, of course, I produce every summer in Atlanta, which is Black Writers Weekend. Mm-hmm. I produce the largest gathering for black literary creatives. And I say literary creatives because it deals with film and television as well. So okay. we honor and celebrate um, black writers in publishing and film and television in a award show production. The award okay. show takes place in June every year. Last year, we honored Nikki Giovanni. Mm-hmm. Um, and Terry Woods, um, and with some of our guests even got to see like advanced screenings of her movie True to the Game that ended up coming out maybe a couple months after that. This okay. year we are honoring so far Waheeda Clark and Ashley and Jaquavis Coleman of the Cartel fame, yes. um, as well as Tara McMillan. Um, oh, and wonderful. then we're, we're working on bringing in some featured, some big name performers. I just got off the phone with Tank's camp, actually, just oh, the other day. I'm um, there, girl. Because what I, want people to understand, <laughs> you know, what I want people to understand, like I told you, I think outside the box, right? So this isn't a book signing, and it's not like an award show inside of a hotel yeah. room, They're like a ballroom. Yeah. It's not that at all. This is a, a production that, that costs up to $30,000 sometimes. And wow. we bring in the big names, and we bring in... Even last year, we had an access to Hollywood panel. So we allow artists wow. to pitch their screenplays and their films to people that actually work in Hollywood. Oh, what um, an incredible opportunity. And wow. I, yeah, I've been talking to networks and all that. Like, I got off the phone mm-hmm. the other day with NBC to make sure a couple of their shows, or not, not just a show, their story editors will mm-hmm. be able to be in attendance. You know, I'm just reaching out to a lot of different outlets. So I'm not, mm-hmm. like I said, it's not just books. We really right. are connecting the dots and merging black writers with opportunities. Mm-hmm. So, and for the most part, and I have a, um, 
a team of volunteers, but um, I work exclusively with Legendary Laquita. You can find her on Instagram under his name, Legendary Laquita, and she's pretty much me and her. Hands okay. down, um, structure and produce the whole award show. And it'll be like seven, it's seven events this year from book signing, socials. Uh, we have something called the Urban Book Badge. We do a couple movie screenings. It's like a lot of stuff that we do on mm-hmm. Black Writers Weekend. Um, so you can find more information on that at aanbcawards.com. Again, it's aanbcawards.com. And then what else? Oh, I'm working on something else big and as well that I cannot talk about, but it does deal with television. Um, mm-hmm. And I was, I've been negotiating that for the past year and finally got that under wraps, and we're rolling out the filming of that and just waiting for, for us, for me to be able to talk about it. I love it. I love it. I, I just love it's what you do. I'm, I'm always, always uh, fascinated by the hard work that you put into and the time that you do. I know you don't get much of it, but the time that you do take a little personal time uh, for Tamika, uh, I, I think is just phenomenal. And I just love the way you are you know, constantly connecting people uh, with one another to just expand yourself and brand um, and market themselves, get themselves out there. Um, you know, a lot of times you have people um, who don't always get that encouragement and advice from people who are their own bosses. You know, um, some authors have talked about, you know, how they have went to other people um, to get advice and, and they couldn't get it. You know, they were shot down and, and told to go elsewhere. Uh, but Tamika's definitely going to give it to you straight with no chaser. <laughs> Mm-hmm. For you guys out there, and of course, uh, for you, what is Tamika? I know you said you hadn't reached that moment yet, but what is Tamika's ultimate overall goal um, in, in what well, you do? Let me see. So, long story short, when I was very young, I discovered that Terry McMillan wrote a book called Has Shall I Got a Grooving? My mother uh-huh. took me to go see the movie. And when I discovered that a black woman wrote the book and it became a movie, I looked at Delphine, that was my mother's name. I looked at her and I said, well, I'm going to do that too. So that's, I'm going to do that too. <laughs> so that's why I was there, y'all. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. And I am just definitely so proud. So, so proud of you um, as a woman, as a woman of color. Uh, just continue to do your thing and blossom and to to bring people on the ride with you. Um, and allow them to to manifest in it as well. And so I definitely uh, appreciate uh, you coming on here. And Tamika, for the folks out here, um, tell them how they can go about connecting with you uh, as far as your website, social media, all those great things. Okay, cool beans. I am very easy to find. Everything is really my name. Tamika Newhouse is Tamika with an I. That's T-A-M-I-K-A. And Newhouse is like I bought a new house altogether. So that's TamikaNewhouse.com, Tamika Newhouse on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, and if you want to check out some of the books I publish, Delphine Publications is spelled D-E-L-P-H-I-N-E. So that's D as in dog, E-L-P as in Peter, H-I-N-E, publications.com. And then I go on the awards, AANBCAwards.com. And I'm going to be launching some other new Project I can't really wait to reveal. So make sure you follow okay. me on Instagram because it's probably where I will reveal it first. Okay. All right, you guys, so definitely be on the lookout for that. And Tamika, once again, thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, We definitely appreciate having you on and always enjoy um, your energy and your realism. And so we just appreciate you. And we're looking forward to you coming back again next year and bringing us some goodies and good news our way. Yes, ma'am. Even when I'm going to get real, real big, but I'll never get too big for you, so I'll come back, oh. and I'll get nice, and I'll chop it up. And you know, next time, next time, a couple glasses of wine, so we can go be safe. I, I, I would love that. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that. And so you have a great rest of your evening, and th- once again, thank you so Thanks much, you and I'll be talking with you again soon. All right, beautiful. Have a good one. All right. Bye-bye.
All right, you guys. That was Tamika Newhouse. Make sure you guys go um, and support her. Um, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all of those great avenues. Um, make sure you can't connect with Delphine uh, Publications as well. They're doing major things. AAMBC. Um, all on Twitter, you guys connect so you can keep up what's going on, um, especially um, in various cities because Tamika is all over the globe. So make sure um, you guys continue to follow her and support her, uh, you guys. And so with that said, folks, we're going to take a little break. But we're going to come back and we're going to take coming Thursday right here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. Hey everybody, how y'all doing? This is Lyrics Brown, author of the Law to the Hustle series 1 and 2. Also author of the Devil's Calling Car 1, 2, and 3. All available on Amazon. And when I'm not writing, I'm listening to Bianca Fly here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. Y'all be easy. And coming up this Thursday, um, you guys right here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show, we are welcoming Arthur Nakia as she comes on to bring us her hot and ooh, juicy book entitled Pregnant by the Boss, Married to the Sun. Yeah, you guys heard it right. Right here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show this Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you guys. So once again, thank you so much to Tamika Newhouse for stopping by the show this evening. And as always, thank you guys as well for supporting us over here on Vibration Radio and the Beautiful Butterfly Show. So with that said, folks, we're going to get ready to get out of here. I am B. Fly. I'll see you Thursday. Take forever, learn together any flow. Touch me, slow, watch it grow. Kiss the tip, gently blow, be my hoe and take the show. We can watch it in slow mo. When the sweet and low drips, don't forget to let me rip my fingertips. Write love letters back and forth across your lips. Spread my hips, count to 80, 80 ways, 80 minutes. One time for your mind, sometimes if you take, baby, let it down. 